Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, where we help busy band directors with productivity and wellness tips so they can do this important work in a much more sustainable way. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Kristen Kudzowitz, who is a 6th through 12th band director from Wisconsin. And I'm going to turn this over to her by asking her to introduce herself a little bit about what she teaches and why she's teaching. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am Kristen Kudzowitz. I am a 6th through 12th grade band director. I'm the director of bands at Butler Middle School and the assistant band director at Waukesha North High School, both located in Waukesha, Wisconsin, outside of Milwaukee. Um, I've been there for about five years, but this is my 11th year teaching. Um, so I got into teaching. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I just didn't know what I wanted to teach until one day I was sitting in high school band and I thought someone needs to teach band. And I really love it and I'm good at it and I enjoy it and I want to help others enjoy it and love it as much as I do. And the rest is his history. Awesome. So if that's you wanted to be a band director, now you're doing it. So what's the problem, Kristen? Why are we talking? Why are we here today? What happened? time um you know I know um yeah no the I feel like the responsibilities of being a band director are so vast and depending on your program and how many students you have and where you're located and what your resources are there's just never enough time to get everything done that you want to get done in a day in a school year in your career um so it's yeah it just was a very eye-opening thing for me um in these first couple of years of my my career so um i've kind of finally figured out some tips and some things that work for me and i'm excited to share them with others and hope it helps them out too did you feel like you were burning out or you were just oh yes <laughs> it wasn't didn't feel sustainable huh yeah. Um, so my position that I'm currently in, um, it's it's a pretty large district. I'm in the seventh largest school district in the state of Wisconsin. Um, so I have currently the, the largest band program in the district. My middle school band program is a, a little over 200 students. Um, and then I'm also the assistant band director at one of the three high schools. So I co-teach competitive marching band and one of the concert ensembles, concert bands, um, second semester. So all in all, I basically have a 612 program um, that I, I teach with another person. And I do have an assistant for sixth grade band, which is our beginner level. Um, but between running my own program, you know, assisting with another program, um, plus with competitive marching, we do about 300 extra hours outside of the school day per year. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't include my concerts at the middle school level and things like that. So I'm putting in a ton of extra hours um, and yeah, time just, it's very, very precious. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. So you're not just a band director though. You've got not one, but two children also, correct? I do. I have a five-year-old um, who's starting kindergarten in the fall. And then I just had my son in February. So, yes, so that brings a whole extra set of responsibilities and physical exhaustion. The yes. Raising the child in your belly first, giving birth, the whole postpartum stuff, nursing if you do it. I remember nursing my middle daughter in the Tacoma Dome bathrooms during basketball playoffs. I mean, yeah, super glamorous. But so, so tell us what you did to help sort of balance your, you know, find a, a workable, sustainable balance between all of the things and the millions of things you do at work and raising children. Definitely. So I've always been a very organized person. I I swear I'm type A. Um, I I have to have everything 
in its place and organized so that I can function. And, and obviously that helps our students function too. Um, but the, the real turning point for me was when COVID hit and all of my busyness went out the window and there was no time. There was no, <laughs> no concept of normalcy in any, any sense. But what I really learned about myself during that time was, yes, I was organized, but I was really terrible at balancing my responsibilities at the middle school with my responsibilities at the high school with my responsibilities at home. And that had to change. So after COVID, um, once we got back to the new normal, um, I really wanted to bring a lot of myself back and I wanted to make sure that I had time for my family in addition to my job. Um, so it really started with setting goals for what I wanted to accomplish. And it could be anything. I set long-term goals. Like I knew I wanted to go through my instrument inventory. I knew I wanted to go through my music library, but I also knew that, that wasn't going to take one hour. That was going to take a lot of hours. So I had my long-term to-do list and then I had my short-term to-do list. And I even went as far as making it a weekly list or sometimes even a daily list. If I knew I had a professional development day coming or an early release day where I was gonna have work time, I made a priorities list. What do I absolutely have to accomplish this day or this week? It has to get done, nothing else can top it. Um, and then from there, um, you know, it, it was just a matter of, of kind of plowing through those things. And once those got done, if they got done, then I was able to start working on some of those long-term things. Um, but really my biggest tip for myself coming back and I've sustained it even through now, three years later, um, was to utilize every spare moment that I had at school. I absolutely to this day refuse to do work at home if I can help it. I am that bad guy, I will say, that has my work email on my phone. That's one thing I just, I got to work on. I just can't break it yet, but I'm working on it. Um, but I just... I have two little people who rely on me in addition to my, you know, 300 band babies, but my kids at some point are going to have to come first too. So I, I really am striving to not work at home. The only exception honestly has been this very week because I just came back from maternity leave. So it's just kind of, you know, getting back into the swing of things and cleaning stuff up and getting ready for the end of the year. But, um, you know, the other thing too during COVID was I spent a ton of time reorganizing my Google Drive. <laughs> like I'm a folders within folders within folders, color coded kind of girl. And that's really helped me to be able to find things. Um, a lot of times I know a lot of band directors, I know a lot of teachers in general who are like, I know I have this document and I know it has this word in it and I'm going to type it and see if I can find it. And then you find something else. You're like, oh, I wonder what that is. And all of a sudden you've wasted an hour looking for the one document that you needed. Guilty. I'm guilty too. <laughs> yep. Guilty as well. Um, but yeah, just reorganizing. And honestly, I take time at the end of the school year too to go through and I get rid of stuff I don't need anymore. I don't need the reflection form I used five years ago because I got you know, one for this. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you approach your life um, organization of your life like you would a rehearsal looking at the long term what do I want at the end of this and how do I break it down what skills do I need you've just taken the rehearsal process and applied it to your life and since it's pretty effective in rehearsals probably works pretty well in life huh 
Yeah. It really does. Yep. Yeah. And then I loved your your reference to color coding of everything. Um, we were talking earlier before we, we recorded this about how I love the Google Calendar and um, being able to color code. So I can peek at my calendar at a glance and say, hey, do I really have a good work-life balance on here? Because my work stuff is a certain color. Business stuff is a different color. Personal is a different color. And if if there's not much blue in my calendar, it means I've not got a good balance. So, um, or any, yeah, any of that. So you offer some really, really helpful tips. Um, do you, what do you, would you project if you had not made these changes, if you were still going like you did before COVID and added another baby to the mix and all of that, what do you think you would be doing or how would your life be different if you had not said, Hey, I got to get more organized. I think I, I don't know that I would have necessarily like left the profession. I, I do feel like I, burn out still, but not as badly as before I made these adjustments. Um, you know, like I said, COVID really put things in perspective. I thought that I had a good work-life balance or work-home balance before COVID. And it wasn't until I didn't have that busyness and chaos of, of my schedule in my life that I, I realized that I, I really was living an unhealthy balance. And I, I needed to do something to change that. You know, and I, that doesn't mean that I love my students any less. It doesn't mean I love my kids any less. We just have to find those, those balances between supporting and loving all of them. It's so interesting. You mentioned that because you didn't really recognize it as much prior to COVID until mm-hmm. you got mindful of it, until you got to experience the antithesis of what you were living. And I think um, I think that's really true for a lot of us. We just, well, this must be the normal, <laughs> feeling exhausted all the time and running on you know, fumes and this must be normal because it's sort of what, you know, if you're not busy all the time, our society's like, you must not be getting anything it, accomplished. Yeah. It was so bizarre. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I think as music teachers, we go, well, even teachers in general, but music teachers, we full, full, full on steam. And then you get to that quick part of a break at summer because a lot of the marching band folks don't get much of a break. But when you do get those breaks that are built in, a lot of music teachers find themselves, that's when the sickness hits or the whatever hits because you've, you've pushed and pushed so hard. That the crash yeah. is pretty hard. I know. Yeah. See that yeah. everybody I talk to that's so familiar. We, yeah. yeah. And, and so until you have the opportunity to, to really identify, Hey, here's a pattern I've got going. How can I avoid the crash? So I don't need all of this. And you've avoided your crashes as much by being more organized, by not wasting an hour looking for the document, but by knowing your organizational system and investing that time and intention ahead of time so yeah. that the daily flow can go better. you got some really great pointers, even for yeah. veteran teachers. But what I'm going to yeah. ask you now as we wrap things up, because we're trying to keep our episodes in bite-sized chunks, because we know busy band directors don't have an hour to sit down and watch a cool webinar. So these mm-hmm. bite-sized podcast things are super dense and full of information, um, and they'll help any teacher or any level of teacher for you know how long they've taught. But I want to ask you specifically here at the end, as we think about passing this baton off to our younger music teachers, what would you, what advice would you give a brand new band director um, starting their career to intentionally be, or to be intentional about now so they could avoid what you see to be a major pitfall or obstacle of doing this in the long run? Definitely. I think um, as hard as it is, we always kind of have these professional goals. Like, um, you know, we're like, okay, I want to be a high school band director. I want to be a middle school band director. Maybe I want to teach the college level one year or one, you know, later in my life. Um, You have to do that. I wish I would have done that from the beginning in my career. Um, So set some personal goals. What do you want to achieve in your career? It can be a piece of music that you absolutely have to want to do at some point with some group somewhere. 
but anything make some some personal goals where do you want to teach what do you want to teach how long do you want to teach um and then some person or some you know personal goals too like you have to find a way that you can balance from the beginning and that's super hard when you don't know what to expect because we all we've all been music students so we've seen that side of it but until you're on the other side of the podium you don't know what happens behind the scenes and how much time and work that it takes so i would encourage new band directors veteran band directors start small get a google drive if you don't have one find or just folders and Make a folder for your school, make a folder for each grade level, have a goal setting document that just runs and runs and runs and take things off, um, you know, and just have those little checklists, to-do lists, color code them if that makes you happy. But I would start early <laughs> and, you know, you can always, you'll find your system, whatever works for you, um, you know, and this, this is what's always worked for me. But, um, you know, my other tip would be, while you're still in school mode, this is always what I, I started doing this a couple years ago. At the end of every school year, even though school is over, so once graduation is done and I'm not in the building for a little while at least, I always sit down on my computer for a day or two and I prep anything little that I can for the next year. It could be as simple as my welcome back to school slide for the next school year. Things like that. Have like a nuts and bolts folder that you can just put do a little bit of of work to update things for the next year while you're still thinking about it and then you can put it away and when you come back in august or whenever you come back you have a little bit of work done already and that's already a motivator and a time saver because you can jump into other things that you want to look at for that year and it must feel like a weight being lifted off your shoulder going into summer so it's not hanging over your head like i'm gonna have to get that stuff done it's done Yeah. And I, and I just keep the same to-do list every year. So I know every summer I want to update this, 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 and this, and then it's done. And it's kind of a nice surprise. It's kind of like a little teacher Christmas in August when I am like, Oh shoot, I got to work on that slide deck again. And Oh yeah, I already did it (laughs) because I was still in school mode. Well, I love what you just did by giving some really specific steps and examples of that. Cause I know a lot of us, I'm guilty, have often said to kids, you need to practice, but we don't teach them how to practice or how to, you know. So you just did, you taught us, you didn't just say, go do this. You said, here, set this up and here's how you can do it. And here's why. So, um, so I hope that as our listeners hear all this, something in there might've resonated with, with you um, that, that you can say that's an actionable step I can take uh, because of what Kristen just shared. So Kristen, I really, really appreciate having you on here today. So many golden nuggets from this conversation. And I know there are band directors out there going, oh, thank you, Kristen, I'm gonna try that. And it's gonna not just impact them personally, but probably make things a little easier in their family life and, and the work life too. So your words will resonate and ripple on for quite a while. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate having you. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Come back next week when we will have another episode of Band Director Bootcamp with more productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. Mm-hmm.